This is a broadcast of Shadier Community Church under the leadership of our pastor, Reverend Glenn Chucha. www.shadierchurch.com. Jesus is alive. So there, there's three Christians that had been gathered together by this this terrorist group, and uh, they were going to shoot them with a firing squad one at a time. And the first guy, he was brought out before the wall, and uh, he got an idea. And they said, "Ready?" And they pulled their guns up. Aim, they aimed, and as Christian, he had this idea, and he yelled and pointed up to the sky, said, Tornado, tornado! And they all turned around to look at the tornado, and he was able to get away and ran off to safety. So the other two guys were watching this, and they said, This is brilliant! So the next guy, he goes up, and uh, he, he knew he couldn't say tornado. They wouldn't fall for that again. And so as they were pulling up their guns, they said, Ready, aim, And he pointed to the ground and said, Earthquake! And they all looked to the ground, and he got away. Well, the last guy, he wasn't quite as bright as the other two, but he'd been watching this, and he knew he couldn't use tornado, couldn't use earthquake. And so they put him in front of the wall, and they're determined this one's not going to get away. So they, they raise their guns up, ready, aim, and the guy who's about to be shot yells, Fire! He found himself up in heaven in no time at all. Acts chapter 14. I'm so glad that you're here with us today. And uh, I know that God will bless you as we study the Word of God. And as we come on to this passage, I am reminded of on Thursday night. How many of you were here Thursday night? We had a little bit of a, shall we say, a kerfuffle. You know, the devil doesn't like us. And I've been saying for a long time now that, you know, get ready to and expect the enemy to give opposition. And how many of you have heard me say that before? You know, we we serve a God who's real and he's alive. And yet our battle is not with people. It's against principalities and powers, the forces of the devil himself. And so we war not as other people war. We do not fight like they fight. I was um, reading on the internet, somebody had sent me a, a picture that said that Allah expects people to die for Him, but Jesus died for us. Doesn't that show the difference? Praise the Lord. And I've posted that on my Facebook. You're welcome to look it up and pass it on. But let me tell you, we serve a God who does not expect us to die for Him in His place. He died in our place for our sins that we could have everlasting life. Now, I want to encourage you to be willing to give your life for Christ. But God does not expect you to die killing others as some religions teach and believe. We've got a God who died in our place for our sins that we could have everlasting life. Can you say amen to that? He is alive and He is real and He is working today. Well, we see Paul running into opposition in numerous occasions. In Acts chapter 14, verse 1, he comes to a place called Iconium. And they went both together to the synagogues of the Jews. And so he spoke to a great multitude, not only of the Jews, but also of the Greeks, believed. And the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and made their minds evil, affected against the brethren. Long time they abode speaking 
boldly in the Lord, which gave testimony unto the word of His grace, granting signs and wonders being done by their hands. In fact, the Bible promises that the word of God will be confirmed with signs following. And we've seen God do all kinds of miracles in this place. And I thought it was interesting, on Thursday night, we ran into some opposition. You know, I've learned over the years never to be afraid when the devil's opposing you. That's a good sign. You see, the devil, as much as he might like to make you think that he's powerful and that he's really smart, you know, sometimes I think the devil's pretty stupid. He just keeps doing the same tricks over and over and over again. And you know what? For the believer who's on fire for God, they keep backfiring in Satan's face every single time. You say amen to that. So the next time the devil tries to get you discouraged, the next time the devil tries to get you down, and you know his tricks are always the same. He'll try to get you discouraged. He'll try to get you discouraged about yourself even. In fact, he might, learn, he might as, as the Bible describes him, as being the accuser of the brethren. When you get up in the morning and look in the mirror, the devil's going to do all that he can to convince you that you are not worth it. And yet you are of such value to God that God sent His Son in our place for our sins, that He might die for our sins, that we could have everlasting life. God so loved the world, and might I add to that, God so loves you, that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God considers you of enough value that He gave His own Son to die on your behalf. This is how valuable you are to God. The God who created the heavens and the earth and everything in it came into this world as a baby in a manger and lived a life without sin. And Jesus considered your life even to be more important than His. So the next time you look in the mirror and the devil tries to convince you you're not worthy, that you're not worth it, you remind that old devil that Jesus considers you to be good enough for him. You say amen to that? Say, I'm good enough for Jesus. Hallelujah. Say that with me. I'm good enough for Jesus. And if you're good enough for Jesus, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, praise God. If you're good enough for Jesus, it doesn't matter what your spouse thinks. If you're good enough for Jesus, it doesn't matter what your kids think. If you're good enough for Jesus, it doesn't matter what your parents think, praise God. Some of you grew up in homes where your parents cut you down and pushed you down. It doesn't matter what your parents think. What matters is that you are good enough for Jesus Christ, who was crucified for for you and for me. Can you say, give the Lord a hand and say amen to that. And so they preached this message to the, to the Iconians. And they didn't like it too much. You know, I might as well go give you some news today. The devil doesn't like Christians. I hate to tell you this, but the devil doesn't like you. In fact, that's a good sign when the devil doesn't like you. If the devil starts giving you opposition, 
If He starts putting you down, if He starts trying to discourage you, if He starts trying to keep you out of church, let me tell you that's usually because God has got some great things in store for you. Praise the Lord. In fact, the Bible says that He's got plans to bless you and to prosper you. That's God's desire for you. That's what God wants for your life. And the devil's going to oppose it. He's going to push against it every chance he gets. Not only for you, but also for your family. I claim that Scripture regularly in Acts, where it says, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and, and you and your family will be saved. Praise God. I think God doesn't just want you to be saved. He wants your whole family saved. That's God's desire for you. It's not His will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And so the enemy doesn't like that. He hates that idea. You see, the Hollywood's got it all wrong. They present the devil as though he's this great, big, powerful thing you've got to be afraid of. I hate to tell you this, but the devil is a chicken. He really is. The Bible says that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Now, don't get me wrong. The devil makes himself look powerful. The devil tricks people. The devil does all kinds of harm in this world. But greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You've got power to walk all over the devil. Now, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. If they show, if they show um, um, horror movies in hell, this is the kind of horror movies that terrifies demons. They show a Christian waking up slowly in the morning and getting out of bed. And the demons are already starting to shake in their boots. They watch the Christian as he gets out of bed and gets down on his knees and begins to pray. By this point, the demons are screaming. And they watch as the Christian starts to tear down their strongholds one by one. If they showed horror movies in hell, that's what they'd show. You see, the devil is terrified of you. Praise God. Say that with me. The devil is terrified of of you. Hallelujah. He's terrified of me. He's terrified of you. And so that's why he fights so hard. The Bible describes him as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And if the devil hates you, that's a good thing. If the devil knows about you, that shows that you're putting a dent in his kingdom. You remember the story? Yeah, pray, give the Lord a hand of praise for that one. If the devil's given you opposition, that means you're doing something right. Make it your goal to get the devil upset enough at you to give you opposition. You see, the Bible says that all that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. It's funny, you never see that on a fridge magnet. You ever notice that? It's never there. But it's a promise of God. That if Jesus said this. He said, just as they gave the master, or just as they persecuted and mistreated the master, so they will persecute and mistreat you. John chapter fifteen twenty. If they've kept my saying, they'll also keep yours. Do you remember the story? There were seven sons of Sceva. These were some Jewish young men. They, they believed they could cast out demons. And so they, they're going to try to do this exorcism. And it's not going so well. So one of them gets an idea. He'd seen this guy, Paul, this crazy preacher in town, casting demons out of people. So he says, you know, i got an idea. Let's try this. He says, uh, I adjure you by the Jesus that Paul preaches to come out of this man. You know what that demon-possessed person did? He turned to them and he said, 
Jesus I know, Paul I know, but who are you? And according to the Bible, he got up and he beat these Jewish men up. In fact, so much so, they literally ran away naked without their clothes. They didn't know the power of Jesus, but you know the power of Jesus if you know Jesus Christ as your Savior. If you've let Jesus into your life, the devil is terrified of you. He is scared of you because you've got the power to tear down every single one of his castles, every single one of his strongholds, every single fortress he's got. You've been given the power by Jesus Christ himself. That's why we need to get in the prayer. That's why we need to believe God for great things because God... God has given you the power to transform this world. God is a powerful God. So we see in Iconium, Paul is preaching the gospel. Things are happening. People are being saved. Lives are being changed. And that got the devil's attention. When you get the devil's attention, that shows that you're doing the right thing. Praise God. And the devil will manifest himself in all kinds of ways. But usually the way he does it is he gets other people upset at you. I remember at one time thinking, well, I must be doing something right because it seemed like every day somebody was mad at me. And I'm the only one ever goes through that every single day. And, and, and then once uh, somebody suddenly would seem better with me, then somebody else would be mad at me. You see, the, the devil is not omnipresent like God. He can't be everywhere at once. So he can just work on one person at a time. You know, there's going to be times where, where persecution will come because the devil is upset at you. And that's a good thing. Pastor Shuchuk will be back with closing words in a moment. But we want to thank you for your gifts to keep us on the air. If you would like, please send a check to Shadigay Community Church to the address given at the end of this program. Please mention today's date when you write. Here now is Pastor Shuchuk. If you want to know Jesus Christ as your Savior, all you need to do is ask Him into your life through a simple prayer like this. Lord Jesus... Forgive me for all my sins. Come into my life and help me to follow you. If you don't have a church, we would love to see you at any of our Sunday services at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., or 6 p.m. Now, this weekend, October 29th and 30th, we have a special presentation of Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames. It's a live performance with multimedia showing what it would be like to be in heaven or to miss the boat and end up in hell. It's a powerful gospel presentation. And we're showing it this Saturday, October the 29th at 7 p.m. And Sunday, October the 30th at 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. Again, that's Heaven's Gates and Hell's Flames at Shadowgate Community Church on Saturday, October the 29th, this Saturday at 7 p.m. And Sunday, October the 30th, 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. We really hope you can come and join us. May God bless you. You can join us for our Sunday services at 11 a.m. at 111 Lausanne Street in Chateauguay, Quebec just east of Saint-Jean-Baptiste. For more information, you can visit our website at www.chateaugatechurch.com or call 450-699-HOPE, 450-699-4673.